0: Very first on the podcast, let's start off with an audio article. And if you have a submission, feel free to email trainingforultra at gmail.com. I'll try to pick one or two for upcoming episodes in the future, but let's start off with this one
1: How Running Redefines Success by Michael Hagedone, published in Science Magazine on August 16th, 2019, volume 365. You are amazing. Those three words adorn the final slide of my most recent Research in Progress seminar, which PhD candidates in my program give annually to fellow students, postdocs, and faculty members. It's an unconventional way to end a scientific talk. The inspiration comes from my experiences as an ultra runner, an athlete who completes runs longer than a standard marathon. The core philosophy of the team I run with, the some work all play adventure team, is that the courage required to pursue any scary adventure is to be celebrated, independent of the outcome. This mentality has helped me tremendously in both my professional and personal pursuits, but it's all too rare in the scientific community. When I started to work toward my PhD five years ago, my mindset was completely different. I believed we are defined by results. So when I made the painful decision to leave my first PhD program after spending my first year battling depression, anxiety, and disordered eating, I couldn't help but see myself as a failure who was incapable of handling the challenges of graduate school. Despite knowing that my mental illness was neither a sign of weakness nor my fault, I felt as far from amazing as humanly possible. My love for research persisted, but I would need to make significant changes if I was ever going to thrive in academia. I chose to continue my PhD studies at my undergraduate institution, where I'd be closer to family, friends, and familiar support networks. But my myopic pursuit of the perfect CV still left me unfulfilled, endlessly chasing outcomes that I expected would finally make me feel like a successful scientist. That started to change when one of my classmates invited me to run a half marathon. I'd never run a race that long, but I decided to give it a go. I wasn't the fastest finisher, far from it. But I was immensely proud that I had the courage to venture into unknown territory. For the first time in my life, I realized that embarking on a challenge can yield fulfillment. Regardless of the outcome, I was hooked. Less than a year later, I was racing ultra distance trail events of up to 50 miles. As any ultra runner will attest, the highs of endurance sports do not come without extreme lows, too. By participating in a sport where setbacks are more common than successes, I developed a new relationship with failure. Perhaps it seems paradoxical, but when a hip injury forced me to walk at the end of a recent 50 mile race, my slowest miles were accompanied by my biggest smiles. Earlier in my PhD, when experiments failed to support major hypotheses, I would shut down, unwilling to consider the possibility that embedded in the setback was an opportunity to try something new. These days, I still don't like getting negative data. Who does? But I have become more resilient, perceiving obstacles as essential to achieving growth and finding meaning. The adage in ultra-running is that a race is life in a day because of all the highs and lows an endurance adventure brings. I prefer to think of a race as a PhD in a day. Embracing this way of thinking has been transformative. But I know that many of my fellow scientists struggle to acknowledge missteps or vulnerability as I once did, which makes it far too easy to feel alone and failing. This is why I now end my talks with a You Are Amazing slide. To be amazing does not require achieving recognition, awards, or major publications. To be amazing is to have the courage to embark on a scary, uncertain adventure and journey into the vast unknown. When this slide comes up, Many audience members give an unmistakably authentic smile. Some talk to me afterward. Others send messages thanking me. I've even received a few hugs along the way. Of course, some may quietly scoff at the slide. But they too are amazing.
0: You're amazing.
1: Ah, dude, thank you so much.
0: (laughs) Really, really. I, I think it's to do kind of like the very first audio article on the podcast I've been dreaming about this for years and just <laughs> this was perfect I'm, I'm really excited so let's so let's stay in touch and hopefully we can collaborate in the future on an article and just yeah stay in touch if you need anything let me know yeah just really appreciate you taking the time
1: Oh, thank you so much, Rob. Everything you said means a lot and the opportunity, and, and I would love to collaborate. Whatever whatever we can do to, to continue, you know, inspiring and spreading positivity, I'd love it. So, thank you. Five, four, three, two, one. If we could just free ourselves from
0: our perceived limitations and tap into our internal fire, the possibilities are endless. I'll tell you about it when it happened in the race, but to be honest with you, it happened even before the race. It happened in the training. Great cause. Oh, thanks, you. I respect the shit out of that, man, so if you keep doing what you're doing, man, keep inspiring.
2: Jam Jam, Jam, Curry here from Era Viper Running, and welcome to the Training for Ultra Podcast.
1: For all you kids out there, stay safe and stay strong.
0: Hi, this is Alex Nichols. Uh, welcome to the Training for Ultra Podcast.
1: I was
2: physically totally wrecked. I, I had nothing left. I figured
0: I might as well move as quickly as possible towards the finish line if I was going to be moving towards it anyways. How do you even do that? You, U-U-I-T. Just quit now. Come drink with me.
2: 100 miles is not that far. Hey, this is Carl of the Steve Goat, and I want to welcome everybody to the Training for Ultra Podcast. I'm not good on the spot for a kicker.
0: I laugh every time I hang out with you. I expect oh, a, a, a dang good radio intro. Three, two, one.
2: Hey, this is Tommy Byrne with Bigger Than the Trail, and you're listening to WT4U Denver. We're talking about games.
0: Welcome to episode 132 of the Training for Ultra podcast. My name is Rob. I also go by Training for Ultra. And we have a really great episode with Tommy Byrne. He's an old friend of the show. He's also the founder of Bigger Than the Trail. They're having a big virtual race coming up here. They're calling it a block party. It's on Ultra Sign Up. And you'll hear Tommy and I talk about it during the interview. I was going to try to give away like a prize for the hundred miler, which wasn't going to be, I mean, I think this will be very popular, so I don't think it would have been that much money, but I decided instead I'm going to give away quite a few race entries. So I'm currently, I probably have 15 available and throughout the week on social media, in some regard, either on Patreon or whatever, I will, um, Give away probably Instagram too. I will give away some of those slots, so stay tuned. And yeah, I'm definitely planning on having one of the male and one of the female participants from the ultra distances of the block party on the podcast with Tommy coming up here in a few weeks. So stay tuned for that. And yeah, just really excited to support you know, a good friends, uh, nonprofit charity that helps a ton of people. So you'll hear more about it on the episode. Big thank you to the show sponsors, Kogala. I've used the waist belt. I mean, just in my my virtual um, Air Vipa Strong, I, I definitely used it quite a bit. And highly recommend it. If you're looking for a discount code, check out the show notes. Big thank you to them. They're big supporters of the upcoming TV show. And yeah, they've, they've just, they have a great product that I really like. So check that out. Same with Exoskin. I mean, I really, really... I haven't been on a run without Exoskin socks in years now, and I don't have any plans on changing that. Really like their calf sleeves, base layers. And I know they're going to have a few new products coming out here shortly, so stay tuned for that. And we'll touch base with Croy from Exoskin because he gives a lot more detail on the technology behind their products. So we'll touch base with him here in an episode or two but big thank you to Exoskin. Check out the show notes for a link and a coupon code. Big thank you to Hammer Nutrition. If you're looking to try something else out within nutrition, feel free to use my referral code 252888 and you'll save 15% off your first order. Big thank you to Destination Trail, Candace Burton, and her team. I know they're having an upcoming virtual race that I'm Really excited to check out. So you'll hear more about that in the future and it's kind of ongoing. There's actually, I think there's more than one virtual race. So maybe we'll touch base with Candice and see how she's doing and ask her more about those virtual races. So last but not least, I wanted to thank the Patreon crew that's uh, helping support the podcast. Upcoming episode, we're going to actually talk to a bunch of them, which is really awesome like some really great people. So shout out to Richard, David, Brian, Meg, Ray, another Brian, Todd, Matthew, and uh, I'll give a shout out to Pat also. So thank you guys. I, I really appreciate your support. Enjoy this episode. We'll just jump into it. We both know a thing or two about bonking and going out way too hard at the beginning of races. Tommy, Thanks for joining me once again here on uh, podcast episode 132.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me, Rob. It's always a, always a pleasure.
0: I mean, it's, it's awesome to have you catch up. You've been on several episodes prior. If you're asking, who's this Tommy guy? What's he all about? We've done a whole kind of bio-type interview on Tommy and his running background. He is, He's even in the book. Um, he's the guy that's kind of making fun of me that I fell asleep in the middle of a road during the race, but he's, he helped me get through like my very first hundred miler and he's just an all around great person and it's hard not to laugh when you're in his presence. So yeah, I'm excited to catch up.
2: Yeah. It's been a while. So,
0: um, you are the founder is you're the founder of bigger than the trail. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. You're so modest. I don't think I've ever <laughs> never heard you say that. Um, let's, let's kick it off with, I mean, May's coming up. Let's get some background on, on what that foundation is. That nonprofit is that you set up and yeah, I, I want to give the listener kind of that background to start it up, start it off here.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, so bigger than the trail. For for those that don't know, uh, we're a we're a nonprofit that uses trail running uh, as a platform to raise awareness for mental health. So um, we raise funds and provide counseling services to anyone, um, runner, non-runner, doesn't matter uh, to anyone that reaches out to us. Really, and the goal is just to shine light and. Make it acceptable to talk about mental health, um, to just really embrace it and uh, support those that need it. So,
0: I mean, it's it's awesome what you've created because the community needs it, and there was this big void. And honestly, it's just a great program. I mean, there's a ton of you know athletes out there that are supporting it, and I firsthand know like you know when. When you're on social media and you have someone reach out with some serious issue, like very serious, I can't tell you how thankful I am to be able to point them in your direction. And then you have this whole platform system in place to seriously help these people that, you know, I, everyone has has some, some down times, but... Uh you know when when people are really really um kind of at the end of of that phase like it's it's just really awesome to be able to hook them up with you guys I mean if if someone's in need we've all been locked up and not able to to live our normal lives I mean if I call bigger than the trailer are you the one that answers the phone or like how's how's that work
2: Yeah so really the the way that this all started was my own personal journey with mental health and just um our system is is limited i don't, I don't want to say it's broken but um it can take months to to get counseling services uh if you reach out to your providers locally and and sometimes that's just not that's just too long and and people need it now so what we do is if, if someone would reach out to us at um, our support um, website or just send us an email, uh, I would respond and we partner with uh, an organization called BetterHelp and they provide licensed therapists um, and it's all done from an application on your phone. So it's available at your fingertips 24 uh, seven and there's no waiting period. So they, um, Yeah, so you you would reach out to Bigger Than the Trail, and then we would forward on, um, extend... What we do is we extend three months of free service off the bat, no questions asked, and then if someone would see that as a benefit and want to continue, they would just reach back out and we would uh, re-up that monthly
0: service. I mean, I, I can't recommend it enough, and again, there's been... I want to say at least three people that I have immediately basically been at work, dropped everything, reached out to Tommy and everything has, has gone really smoothly and worked out for the best. And so if you are, or, I mean, if you know someone that you know is in need, um, you know, before it's too late, have them reach out. And this is definitely a relatable platform for us runners. So I I can't recommend it enough. And Tommy, I, I truly appreciate what you're doing for the community. It's, it's huge. So, um, let's, let's shift gears here. And I mean, I mean, I guess related to bigger than trail, do you have a group of runners? Do you have, um, you have some sweet gear. I know that you have a lot of, uh. Awesome. Get yeah, you out there. Do you, do you have, um, sponsored so we, runners?
2: We, we do an ambassador program. Um, this will be, this is our third year of doing an ambassador program. And really it's just, um, fellow runners, um, that are, that are passionate about the same things that are passionate about running and, uh, and mental health and, and wanting to make the, the world a better place. So every year we open up a application and, Unfortunately, we can't take everyone um just the limitations of 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 an organization but we we try to just pick people that are uh, genuine and um, and then we provide them with a uh, a couple shirts and and a community of like minded individuals to help us help us spread our mesh message yeah and it's been been really awesome to just see it grow over the last three years but really just the the people that I've met through this um, have become really good friends. And what's, what's really rewarding this year is we've had people that have um, reached out to us for support and now have, want, have come full circle and wanted to give back and have became ambassadors for us. So it's awesome. really cool to see, yeah. see that growth um, and passion.
0: I mean, how does that make you feel? Like you, you probably stuck your neck out starting this this idea, right? I mean, are are you? I mean, um, how, how are how's this making you feel?
2: It it's really rewarding. Um, it's not like I I don't want to take any credit. Like it's not about me. It's just I just want to help people. Uh, I've been there, and luckily, I have a really good support system with family and friends. And I just know that some people just don't have that. And I want to, we wanted to make a way that we could extend that support to those in need. And, and I think the misconception that a lot of people see is that to get counseling or to receive help, you need to hit like rock bottom. And, and really we all, I mean, we all deal with mental health in some capacity and, 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 you know any given week can be worse than the other so really it's available to everybody and just want to yeah i yeah,
0: don't know i agree don't be ashamed i mean yeah get get the help and then eventually come full circle i think that's absolutely amazing and not all of us have every other person in an entire state is a burn for a support group <laughs> like wisconsin <laughs> um so, yeah, I mean, especially if you're out there alone on the trails most of the time, having that outlet, uh, is, it's just huge. So, I hear you're having a really big party. Is, is oh, that yeah. true? I heard a rumor. I saw a flyer. Um, I thought I saw it, like it a large, Denver? a large cat walking down the road. Yeah. Like everyone's <laughs> talking about this big party you're having. I got to hear more about it.
2: Yeah. So, with with all the races canceled this year, and uh, my own personal races that I was planning to run, uh, we decided to uh, create a virtual event called the the Bigger Than the Trail Block Party. And really, it's a it's just a get together to build community, help raise money for the counseling services, and um, we're going to be doing a twenty four hour live Zoom session. And there's distances from one mile to a hundred miles, and really, it's 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 about bringing the community together. And the block party theme was to play off of the limitations that some of us have with the social distancing and the the availability to go to trails and whatnot to create something epic from your your own front door. So the true block party is to do the route. A block whatever your block is around your house uh so i will be doing 100 miles around my one mile block at home
1: you have a perfect
0: uh, but, one one mile block oh yeah oh um, like point
2: point nine nine something so
0: that's amazing that's a yeah. big that's a big block too but
2: <laughs> yeah
0: green bay does it so, does it big
2: <laughs> but the yeah just really the goal is to to come together support mental health for mental health month and uh enjoy some some time together when we when we can't be at this point so we'll be we'll be doing some live check-ins on the Zoom call and hopefully encouraging people to you know go for a distance PR try something new uh i got my mom signed up for the first 5k so She's pretty
0: awesome. excited. I I have a million questions. Let's, let's take a step back. You said Zoom. Um, zoom, Zoom. Uh, is this going to be a video Zoom or an audio Zoom? Because before any Zoom meeting, I need to know specifically, like, do I need to take a shower and brush my hair? I don't want to be caught off guard because your audio Zoom turned into a video Zoom, and now I'm looking like... Completely unprofessional. Do I need to wear pants?
2: You should take a shower. (laughs) Just, just
0: regardless if it's audio or video.
2: (laughs) Rule of thumb: take a shower if you're asking. So it'll be um, it'll be a video. Um, Again, it's it's an option. It'll be May 16th is when we're going to be doing the the actual live event. Where we'll do an official kickoff, and then every two hours we'll do uh, an official check-in. So we're, call, we're calling at the aid station, and having some having some bigger than the trail ambassadors be aid station captains that will help facilitate it and
0: that cheer people awesome. on. And so. And where can I sign up for this? Do I have to know someone? Uh, not, is this is this yeah, fly, flyer only? Like. like you pull off it's the like little Barkley. bottom, okay. Send in so, my ninety-five it, cents or whatever it is, and
2: it, yeah. If you have to ask, you probably aren't going to get in. But <laughs> no, it's it's uh, it's on ultra sign up.
1: Um, oh, cool!
2: It's a every distance is it's twenty dollars, and it all goes back to um, the online counseling services. So
0: seems affordable.
2: Yeah, it should be should be really fun. We got. Um some some really big names signed up already. Uh we got the other famous Rob, so we got Rob Krar signed up today for the half. So
0: Nice. You wanna That's if awesome, you man. if you wanna
2: race him, uh you can sign up for the half. I don't know what your chances are of beating him, but you can sign up.
0: Wow. That's really cool. So. Um I just to throw out a totally random story. I'm. I was sitting in an airport in Arizona. I think. I think we were flying out. No, it was after um, Desert Solstice. Like Kyle Pietari had just run, and we're sitting there, and we keep hearing, like, basically, is Rob Carr here? Like he's going to miss his flight? Like Rob Carr. And and Kyle and I both look at each other and we're like, "What are the odds? Like, there's no way this is actually Rob Carr. Last second, dude shows up with headphones on, grabs his ticket, jumps on the flight, and it's actually Rob Carr. So I was on a flight with Kyle Pietari, which is I just the the. Odds of that, and then I think the guy who won the 24-hour event at Desert Sol- Solstice was actually flying back to Denver. So it was a single jet that had probably three of the like fastest ultra runners around ever of all times. Um, it was just like, what are the odds that actually was the real Rob Grar? Um, That's awesome. So I can race him if I sign up for the half marathon.
2: Yeah, yeah, he's uh, it's awesome. He's he's been an advocate for mental health for a while, and just yeah. he's he's opened up a space in in our community to 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 open up about it, and it just it's an honor. It's really really cool to see him jump on board and um
0: well, I'll sign do, up. So I'll do my best to to get more people involved, and you know I'm I'm excited to partner with you. We're kind of doing an interesting like you know. Training for Ultra podcast is the kind of podcast partner with Bigger Than the Trail on this event. And I mean, I, I definitely want to have a follow-up uh, episode with maybe some of the winners or if there's an inspirational story that you picked up on. And I definitely want to hear when you bonked at mile 25 of your 100, how you finished the rest of the 75 miles.
2: <laughs> Co- coach said send it so you know we're gonna <laughs> I might have to puke in the neighbor's yard a few times I don't know so it'll be interesting
0: if I could I'd fly out and videotape this I am serious too. <laughs> you need to get light yeah, on don't... it
2: I did 20 miles around the neighborhood the other day and my neighbors thought I was crazy so we'll we'll see what what happens in a couple of weeks
0: it, it, I swear I have maybe a quarter mile where I am. I'm pretty sure the police would show up. I mean, <laughs> have them join? It I mean once I explained it, they obviously wouldn't care, but um yeah, for sure the police would be called. Um do, are you wearing a buff? You know, it's hard, right? We
2: don't we don't know yet. Yeah. No, um yeah, I don't know. Um so far I've been pretty lucky on runs, uh, been, uh, solo for, I run at weird hours, so I don't really have to worry about it, uh, much, but yeah, I don't know yet. Yeah. We'll see how, we'll I, see how the.
0: I, I did my first, uh, run with a buff. So Ben and I have been, I've been like harping on buffs, um, and trying to, like, wear it more than normal, so my kids are like, oh, this is totally cool, and, you know, I, I don't want to get my kids sick, so I have to be a good role model, uh, but I went on a run, and it hit, I think, 77 here in Denver, and was oh. sunny, and I just wanted to get out for, like, six or seven miles, holy pain cave, like, trying to wear a buff because everyone in Denver is walking on trails and is apparently trail runners now, um, <laughs> wearing a buff and wearing black and just not thinking it through. It was like, that. it was a suffer fest. It was really good training, uh, learning how to deal with that. But wow. I mean, has your training changed at all with all the COVID, uh, um, type situations? Yeah.
2: Yeah, so um, I was supposed to run Hellbender um, April 4th, and obviously it got postponed. And uh, Wisconsin, I don't know when everything, like I don't know what the official day was that we went on safer at home orders or whatever, but um, I've really taken it personally to just run from my house, so I have not, uh, just a personal decision, not gone to um, the trails or driven anywhere to, to do a run, so I, yeah, I mean, in the sense of my training, like, I have not been on a trail in two months, which is, you know, unfortunate, but it'll make it that much more enjoyable when I when I do get the opportunity again. I heard and not your, that I can't. I heard
0: your breathing pick up. I mean uh, it, know, I it's kill, it's killing you. I mean it has to be, yeah. right? Sorry. Yeah, it's not yeah.
1: <laughs> It sucks.
2: Um uh, but yeah, just just running around my house, running running around the neighborhood. Um I've been I usually do five AM runs and I've I've really I lost the motivation to do that. So My runs have switched to nighttime runs after I put the kid down. Okay. So, uh, still pretty solo. Um, at the hours that I run, I don't, I don't run into anybody, which is. That's good. You know, enjoyable because I don't need to see anybody right now, but I also do miss, (laughs) miss the, I miss the group runs. I just mean like, I don't. We've been hitting the see, donuts need... again. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody needs to see me. You know, we <laughs> it's been a rough few months. But yeah, I do miss I do miss the the community, the group runs that we we have locally here and um just just trying to do my part to I agree be a you know, pe- people are looking up to us and you know, I don't know what the right answer is. But I'm just trying to follow what is the guidelines are right now and
0: it's, make the most of it. I, you, you're doing exactly that, though. You're you've created this cool new race that I wasn't planning on running May 16th. I think it is. Like I'm, I had no plans. You know, schedule's clear. I'm pretty sure UTMB going to be canceled now. I Moab's the only thing on my calendar at this point, so. You've already motivated one person. It sounds like Rob Carr is interested. Like there's how many people have signed up for this? It has to be hundreds.
2: We have 200 and like 35 people, which is mind-blowing to me because I <laughs> it was like 2 weeks ago when we decided that let's open this up and make it an event because I had made the decision to run this 100 miles as just uh, my own personal stupidity.
0: (laughs) Uh, I I remember that text message. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, will you do this? You might be the only other person on the planet that wants to do
2: this. (laughs) Oh, yeah. There's like nine people signed up for the 100 miler. It's amazing.
0: You know what? I think we have... Maybe one or two of the hundred mile finishers of the race on the podcast. Just as kind of like throwing it out there. And then if you don't get I I truly think you're gonna get a thousand people. Maybe that's a little ambitious, but I will put a prize on the hundred mile finish distance of $1000 less the number of entrance entrance. So let's say you only get 500 people to sign up. Um the winner of the 100 miler will get 500 bucks. So you might end up not getting anything if there's 1000 people that sign up, but I will put I'll put $1000 minus the number of entrance in for the 100 mile winner and that's you know the total number of runners and let's see here i'm gonna i'm gonna try to sponsor five people to run the race also so awesome that saves me five bucks i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i'll i'll pick five five people in some regard i probably through patreon at least for two of them and And yeah, I, I think this idea is awesome and let me know whatever else I can do to, to help support bigger than the trail. Yeah. I'm just super excited. Seriously.
2: Yeah. We, we really appreciate it. I mean, you've, you've really, you've been a a great supporter from day one. And like you said, you've sent people to us for support. There's people that are ambassadors that have come uh, through your channel through your, to your platform. So it's just, it's really, I mean, really the, the support is what we want to offer. Like this is a, a fun fundraising event and a fun way to get motivated to get back out and run and create something silly and fun. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just about the support that we can give each other. I was listening to one of your other episodes and you were talking about empathy and just how really like, we may not all understand mental health to, to a certain level or, you know, especially during this time where we're all experiencing something a little different. Um, but we can all show each other empathy and, and just support each other. So.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's weird to me. It's like, if you're not feeling anxious and nervous and I don't know, upset in some regard, like don't go around just sharing that. Like, help someone that is actually feeling that way. Um, and yeah, have, have some empathy. Um, like, I, I feel empathy a lot for Tommy after his Black Canyon 100K <laughs> races.
2: Everybody should.
0: <laughs> the guy goes out hard. Sometimes he hangs on. Sometimes he doesn't. Most of the time he doesn't.
2: A lot. A lot of times. <laughs> Um do it's a desert heat.
0: Yeah, gets to your brain. <laughs> do you wanna do you wanna share uh with the listeners what our little bet was this year?
2: Oh man, it, yeah, Rob, Rob said that he wanted to race me for first mile and last mile. And it didn't matter what it was in between, so I walked <laughs> a lot of those miles in between <laughs> but but I was able to hang on for I don't know 30 seconds faster 10 seconds faster whatever it might have been I don't know but it was a it was a fun little challenge because it was definitely a rough mile 20 to
0: it, it was a bad it, can I just say it was a bad race for both of us um it was bad when I looked back and saw Tommy and one of his buddies that are stupid fast runners. Um, And I was in front, which is not a good sign. Uh, And I, if you watch the YouTube video, you can just watch my complete blow up of that race. But uh, ironically for the very last mile, I actually had this like weird, I, I mean, I had, I picked up a random pacer. She was super cool, but it just, I I wasn't able to run and then I put music in and just hammered as hard as I could for like two miles to finish. And people might think like, Oh, he's running hard to finish the race. I was racing Tommy when I was finishing <laughs> that race. <laughs> and you crushed your last mile. Cause I, I thought I won. I had like a 22nd lead on you for that first mile, but you hammered. Yeah. Me.
2: I got sick of being out there. So I eventually from the last aid station, just (laughs) put the, put the mind in pain cave mode and just hammered it down. So wasn't pretty, but we got it done.
0: It was, it was such a fun weekend. Um, and, and what Tommy and he's now invited, you know, a lot of his friends from bigger than the trail. And I do is like, we'll rent an Airbnb and we make Black Canyon Hundred K kind of like this fun long weekend. Sometimes we tag on an extra day, and yeah, it's you'll laugh more than you'll race. Well, um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've I've enjoyed it. We've done it for what, like two or three years now.
2: Yeah, this is our this is our third year, or this was our third year. So it's uh it's like the the trail running reunion, you know start of the, start of the race season, get that golden t- or get the, not the golden ticket. Oh man. No, that's, that's what you go for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, get the, get the lottery taken care of for Western States and, and yeah, just have a, have a really good time. Air Viper puts on an awesome event and it's just, it's a lot of fun. Like, like Rob said, just, just bringing, bringing the community together and introducing new people to new trails and, fun.
0: Yeah, I I really hope we can make it work for next year because it's it's one of those traditions where I feel like I'm going to be 80 years old and you're I I don't know how old you are, but you'll be like 78 and we'll be like these old codgers high-fiving each other and everyone will be like, what are those two weird old guys (laughs) (laughs) doing?" And yeah, no, it's it's one of those traditions I just, I want to make sure it keeps going.
2: Uh, For sure. It's, it's
0: awesome. So, I mean, last thing with, I mean, at least the block party, and again, listeners, please go check it out, because otherwise I'm going to owe all this prize money to the 100-mile winner. So, <laughs> 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 please, please, please go check it out. Um, I truly think, Tommy, you're going to have 1,000 people sign up for this. Uh, Zoom. Calling in person versus block party. I mean, what are your thoughts on Zoom calls? Are you doing these professionally? Are you doing them with family? (laughs) Everyone's doing them. They're they're actually not very secure calls. So hopefully people. I was wondering who that guy was.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'm just Zoom bombing as much as I can these days. My (laughs) if I can't run I'm Zoom bombing. (laughs) <laughs> Don't mind me.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, keep elaborating. I mean, no, is,
2: I. Is it okay?
0: I, Do you like it or is it awkward? You can be honest. No one's listening. Zoom,
2: Zoom for the most part for me is is all right. I, I way before quarantine, I was we were on Zoom for work all the time, so uh, it's for work it's not too bad because it's usually a small group or one-on-one but been doing a lot more family and friends and just different different events like that or different groups excuse me and um i don't know it just you have different people on different devices and different screens and different internet speeds and you can yeah. only be on zoom so long before it's not fun
0: I mean, and then you got Tommy bursting into your call <laughs> thinking he's hilarious. Um, I Yeah, no, I, I think there's definitely an advantage in terms of like it feels more personal but if it's personal every night like with your whole family not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just, I don't know. There's times when audio is is sufficient in my view, but just my opinion, because I don't want to have to wear pants all the time and
2: sh- or shower.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Tommy, on a personal level, how has training changed for you? You know, before COVID, you had the the birth of your your first child, and I mean that's a big, it's a huge deal. Brody's now almost two. Is that right? Yep.
2: Yeah, it's, um, yeah, I mean, obviously ultra running is a, is a very selfish sport. sport. Um, And when you bring a child in to the mix, it creates a a little bit more, they kind of control your training a little bit more. Um, Totally. And I've been, I've been really lucky to still be able to train for the big races. Um, but it definitely has just had to get creative. Um, and also just understanding that it's okay to miss a workout here and there. Like you, exactly. you have to give yourself, yeah. you have to give yourself some grace. Like if you're, if you're so stressed about your training that you're not enjoying it, um, then, you know, when the race does go bad, <laughs> Then you really didn't enjoy enjoy any process. So, just finding ways to make it fun again, and that that was hard for me, just because I had a couple successful runs or races. So I want I want to be competitive, um, but understanding like that's not that's not why I do this. So yeah, it's yeah, it's I don't know. Like it's you just have to roll with it. Um, but I also think it's, if it's something that you want, like you, you make the time and I run at 5am or I run at 8pm most days and not because those are my favorite times to run, but it works with family and yeah, you just create those new routines.
0: Do you guys hear that? It's like, it's semi abrasive when you hear that you're like. Oh, like, what do you know about my personal time and work and trying to balance all this stuff? But at the same time, I couldn't agree more like it's and it's a balance. And also you got to remember your priorities. But, um, yeah, we, we all have that extra hour. We just have to want to have that extra hour to, to put in the training because I, I truly believe if you do an hour of training per per day, you're more than um, going to be prepared for any kind of ultra event. I mean, do you agree unless you're trying to podium like an hour a day is I mean, you, yeah, can, you can squeeze I mean, in up to eight miles if you're quick. Like that's that's a lot of miles. That's that's decent, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, I would, I would think the only like, obviously, getting closer to a bigger event, like you want a couple long runs under your belt, but, right. um, I mean, for for ninety percent of my training, it's it's not much more than an hour. Um, it really, like, all of the regular weekday runs are an hour or less, and uh, until you're ramping up for a actual event, when you may go two to three hours on the weekends, but yeah, I mean, you, and you, you know, again, you don't have to do the hundred, like, I think it's,
0: yeah, exactly. I think we, I
2: think we get, we get tied into these, like, this is what I want and like, and then you're like reaching for it all the time and like, sometimes just stepping back and taking on the shorter distance again to find that joy if you, if you lost it or just to give yourself some time because, works busy life's busy whatever like it's okay like you don't have to always do the big event
0: let's let's talk about that more because last year I got caught up in this little thing called 200 milers and uh, like I you know I was doing 100 mile races as training runs for 200 milers and I I got carried away you know like and that's my personality I'm just extreme and I feel like I kind of lost touch with life priorities to start with. Um, but then I just, you know, every race, if it's not a hundred miles or longer, like, is it even an ultra type mentality, which is totally wrong. And so I, I saw you, I think it was last year kind of pulling back after what race was it in October? um, I, didn't you pull back a little bit and try to only throw in one 100-miler for the year and I I want to hear yeah. I want to hear more about that that process cuz I think it's very healthy and for all us extreme personalities like myself, like I want to pick up on lessons on how you came to that <laughs> conclusion. Seriously.
2: Um yeah, well, says the guy that signed up for 100-milers a miler around his block, but, um, so (laughs) you're close.
0: You're staying close to the family.
2: Yep. The (laughs) well, there's a few years in there that I was doing that. I had signed up for multiple hundred milers and just, um, throughout the year. Like, so there was big races in the beginning of the year in February to big races in September. And it really just created this stress of, where my priorities were and, and then it became not necessarily fun all the time. Like training became like an obligation and not necessarily a joy and like, Oh, like I got to go do this. And like, you just didn't give yourself any time. And then all of a sudden it would, you would, I would pick back up and just go back into it. And I, last year I actually, um had had a little bit of an injury, and we had my wife and I had talked and just to with a kid and then you know some my wife's a teacher, so summer's off, just enjoying more time as a family instead of like big race seasons i I made the personal choice to just, for the time being in my life to not race after June and Last year was really hard because I had gotten hurt. So I missed all of my racing. And so the only race I had was black Canyon at, in February. And it really just like, I wanted to, you know, sign up and do a race after, but I had just committed for the first year to like, not race after a specific date. And not that it's a hard line in the sand, but just, just to try to be honest with myself and and just to be supportive of the family that's gives me the support to do what I want, um, but it it allowed me to step back and really just enjoy the simpler things like pacing friends and volunteering, and the flexibility to jump into a smaller distance if I want and just just have fun. Um, Not that training can't be fun or racing can't be fun, but just for the the stage of life I'm in, I needed to make that decision of what's best for me and my family. And for now, one big race a year is what that looks like. So it's not easy.
0: No, that's the direction I think I'm going to go. I think after the Triple Crown, I was like, this is just getting stupid and I haven't, I haven't shared with anyone this, but you know, I had multiple sponsors that are signed off on running across America and I was, that was kind of going to be a potential early 2021 type concept for me. And I think it's too much. It's too extreme. I think I've finally kind of had that self realization. Of, like, you've taken this too far, let's pull it back, and let's work on life balance, because it's easy for me, especially just having an extreme personality, like, I'm either all in, or n- not at all, and, you know, maybe that's that's not the right approach to ultra running for me, so we'll we'll see how that plays out. I mean, right now I just have Moab 240 on the plate and I think I've done enough uh warning to family members that you know that's that's just going to be a few days that I'm out there to get this out of my system, but uh you know, having one maybe two big races a year is like that's plenty. And like you said, it it gives you so many opportunities to give back to the community too.
2: Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, especially with being part of bigger than the trail and stuff. Like if I, to me, like I don't, (laughs) I don't count being at a race volunteering as me being at a race, but my wife counts that as me being at a race Exactly, and, and and Exactly. and it's time away from my family. And not that I don't love that, but, um, it's also like you get caught up in the, I'm the same way with as you, Rob. Like I finished my first hundred, and it's like, all right, now what? Like, not that it wasn't awesome and rewarding, but it was like my demon is that it's just never enough, and I have to learn to cope with that and grasp that. And if I just keep signing up and throwing myself out there, like that's just not totally. That's not the right way to handle it.
0: I mean, I'm the same way. I I would say my demon is. I need a challenge that makes me fundamentally question myself to the point where I'm like, I don't think I can do this. And I want to hit a start line, truly questioning myself. And that personality trait, I guess, landed me. I was talking to Pete Kasternak and, you know, going through the, the, maps on going from San Francisco and running to New York City. Like it was not really a I I wasn't intimidated. It was more like, okay, we need to get a car. We need crew. Like how like more logistics of just doing 60 days across America. Um and I I it took me a long time to kind of have that moment of seeing a few people that were like more obsessed with running than me, which there aren't many out there to (laughs) finally have that moment where I'm like, wow, their priorities are totally messed up. And if I'm saying that about a runner, like, (laughs) uh, yeah, it was, it was a moment that I had where life kind of finally made sense, uh, at least, you know, with where I am right now. So I'm, I'm happy. I'm more than happy just having one big two hundred mile race per year it's plenty and my kids don't know if I like you said my kids don't know you know if dad's out running a race volunteering at a race doing whatever like if I'm not there they they don't know the difference so yeah you know
2: I think the I think the other thing is like just because you're saying no to something now doesn't mean you're you're shutting the book on your dreams or your, you know, your goals, like it's okay to step back for a little bit. And then when the timing is right for you and your family or whatever, like to do that big Epic adventure. Um, and if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Like I think when we, when we put too much pressure on those things, like no good comes from it. So
0: totally. I mean, in, you have times like now where we're, we're going to have 30 million people that don't have jobs. I mean, this is yeah. just unreal. And so I, I think it's healthy for a lot of us in the ultra running world to like, yeah, this is a real life check. Like, okay, where are my priorities? Like, okay, I was putting so much importance on, 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 this race schedule and now every other person I know doesn't have a job and, you know, they can't make mortgage payments and they're having trouble finding food for their kids. Like that's, you know, it's as absolutely horrible of a situation as this is right now, at least it's kind of grounding us and reminding us like what's important in our lives. So, we got way too deep, Tommy. We got we to we spin this out, spin us out of this, uh, this deep hole here. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah I, I mean, I think it's, I think it's always a good time to reflect on where you are and, and it, you know, we're all blessed to have opportunities to whatever it might be. Like we need to look at our blessings instead of our curses and, and just enjoy where we're at so
1: let's
0: let's do something fun we both are obsessed with western states who who did you have in your your top three for western states let's start with uh, just top female top male for 2020 because i saw several people getting prepped for this like throughout the months and I feel horrible that this race isn't going on because you could see people peaking and like pulling back and peaking and just getting totally trained for this race. Uh, one of which Tommy you actually ran with during black Canyon hundred K for way too long. You should have been back with me. Um, <laughs> how, how do you think Western States 2020 would have gone this year? Uh,
2: I, I love that race. It's so fun to follow. Um, yeah, you just, you never know. Like you have your, your people that you think are going to do well. And then the day unfolds and carnage happens. <laughs> and, um, I don't know. There's like, the field is just always so stacked. Um, it's exciting. Kate, Casey's running really well. Um, yeah. For the guy, for the guys, you I mean, he, Take a pick. I mean, Hayden's <laughs> running amazing.
0: Uh, yeah, I. I so yeah. I was gonna do a Matt Daniels, Hayden Hawks, uh, film. So like both of them together in one film for states because they're really yeah. good. They're really good friends. They're both hilarious in person, by the way. Uh, but I I thought, man, it's like a toss up. Those two. Who knows? They could run part of the entire race together. Um but yeah, who I was starting to pick up on was Aly- Alyssa Alisa McDonald, like who oh, yeah. you you had run what, twenty miles with last year, was it? Two
2: two years two ago years, yeah. at our first or my first time at Black Canyon. I just was chatting with her for about twenty miles, and then realized I'm going to blow up. And she went on and took second overall, I think. <laughs> uh, so I mean, I I had no business. Uh, I also talked. Yeah,
0: you were talking to a cactus.
2: <laughs> yeah, or trying to figure out how old it was. <laughs> Those things are old.
0: Um, no, I, I truly I thought that she was actually really really getting in peak form and then like people like alex nichols you haven't made it into the race in quite some time but he took second the one time he raced i just thought he was like really getting in in peak form and charlie ware there there are a bunch of guys i was like really really excited about um anyways any other thoughts on western states it's kind of a bummer right
2: yeah, it's, um, I mean, it's, it's the right thing to do, I think, especially with yeah. just the amount of people traveling from all over. Um, yeah, it's just, uh, it's going to make it that much sweeter when it does happen again. And someday, I don't, you know, obviously this puts a damper on a lot, a lot of us, but again, we, we have a lot to be thankful for. So whether we run this race this year or five years from now, um, it's or, just it's or, an awesome. Or ten. Or or ten or fifteen. I don't I, know what it's I gonna mean, look like. It's
0: gonna get pushed out another year, right?
2: Yeah, it it's <laughs> gonna it's gonna get interesting. That's for sure. I'm glad I'm not I'm glad my block party doesn't have this issue. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it could.
2: You are all welcome to run.
0: Is Ultra Sign up have a limit?
2: I can set a limit. <laughs> To Ten thousand,
0: <laughs> <laughs> thousand minimum people. No, I oh. mean it's twenty bucks. You guys, you guys are gonna do awesome with it. Um, it's it's for such a great cause. I'm I'm truly excited to take part in it and and hopefully give away a few entries here and there. Um, but yeah, yeah, Western states, and then do you think UTMB is gonna happen? I was reading. Oh, I think it was. I think it was. uh, I don't know. Someone on social media had posted that it was canceled, and then I was under the impression they weren't making the choice until like mid May. Like, that's what the official statement was saying. I mean, at this point, I think international travel is. They don't even understand how this is really. How COVID 19 works quite yet. So it's like. I don't, I don't know if it's quite time to jump on an international flight.
2: Yeah, I, man, I like, I just don't see, I don't see how it happens. Just again, with the size and the, the people traveling from everywhere. Um, I know at some point, and I know it's happening already that races are going to have to make the decision if they, if they do run an event or they don't run an event this year. And you know, we can all point fingers and say it's right or wrong and whatever side you stand on, I don't I don't know what the answer is, but at some point we're gonna have to make these tough decisions and 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 figure out what the what the new normal looks like for an event. And it's it, it'll it'll be interesting as as it plays out, so I don't know what it's gonna look like this year though
0: let's let's talk about that that's a really good point um how how do ultras change i mean I think, um because aid stations immediately come to my mind i'm like the protocol people are gonna be all paranoid about other people touching bowls of stuff you know like it's just it's a reality
2: yeah i think i mean i it puts it puts a lot of stress on a lot of people. Um, And ultimately like we as a, the runner get to choose if we go to an event or if we don't go to an event. And, and that's our choice. Um, The race director's job is to put on an event that they feel everybody is going to be safe at. And that's where like, it's easy for an outsider to be like, that's a dumb decision. Why didn't you have the race? That's a dumb decision. Why did you have the race? Yeah. And like, unfortunately, our culture is very, uh, we jump on things very quickly and we like to point fingers and instead of just, you know, thinking people have our best interest. And so I don't, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, I know that, I know that if, the aid stations will definitely change at least if any events that are going this year. Um, I've vacation race, one of the Bryce Canyon's happening or they just announced that they're having it and they announced their new proto, you know, the protocols for how they're going to handle it. And it's very limiting and experimental and they're trying to, test some stuff out to see how it works and kind of collaborate with other race directors. It sounds to move things forward. Um, but it, it'll be, it'll be interesting.
0: I mean, how are these smaller events, like more of the localized races that maybe aren't, you know, Jamil's 1500 person type race? Like, I don't know if they're going to have the scale to pay for the insurance. So I I truly, from my point of view, at least, I think we're going to see some races and and race companies kind of go under that just either don't have the scale to cover insurance or just don't have the volunteer capabilities. You just can't have... Either a lack of an aid station because no one's going to sign up for the race because it's just basically self-sustaining type efforts, and I, I don't know. I, I think there's going to be either a giant increase in cost of races where people are like, "Ah, oh, fifty k, it's five hundred bucks. Like, yeah, it's not really worth it." <laughs> um, do you do you foresee any of that type of situation?
2: Oh man. Yeah, it's, it's like my favorite thing about ultra running and trail running in general is just the, the community. Like I, there's not a single person that I've met out on the trail that I like haven't bonded with over the same love of what we're doing. And, and that's what brings me back to the trail and to, to events. So the, the fear of losing that, not really the fear, but like, the reality of this year is going to be whether events happen or not like it's just going to be different and and we we're going to lose some of that community feel i think for a little bit oh yeah but yeah i think we're resilient and i hope that we come together as a community like seeing the air vibe strong um the last 10 days or whatever it was just there's a lot of love for the sport, a lot of love for the community and I hope that we come together instead of try to tear each other apart because there's room for everybody. Um we just have to find ways to to make it work and we're going to have to get creative. But I yeah, I, I just I mean it's going to be tougher for some companies and some races. And again, some people are going to have some, some hesitation to get back out on the course and be around people in big settings. So it's gonna, it's going to be a time.
0: Yeah. It's
2: good.
0: Yeah. I mean, so. it, it could, in a, in a weird sense be healthy for the community to get back in touch with its roots. I mean, we could see less formalized racing in the future. Uh, just how this sport started you know we were all kind of asymmetrically coming together and doing these little oddball races and they were so low-key um you know we might get back in touch with that aspect of things i just again the formalized part of it the only thing i'm thinking is just insurance costs have to be going up like you just can't have an event with a thousand people without the insurance people being like, ah, uh, like, you know what I mean? Like, nope. they, yeah, that's just not worth the risk. Cause the liability if someone were to get sick is just off the charts. Um, yeah. So it's, it's a, it'll be interesting to see how it works out. And I'm optimistic. I think never underestimate people's, ability to uh you know react dynamically and and come up with creative solutions so just like you tommy you you are one of those people like you you saw the need of the community and came up with you know a really creative solution with bigger than the trail and i know it's helped a lot of people and it's it's going to be just continued big success and I'm, i'm really excited to participate in the block party and if the listener hasn't already hit pause and checked out ultra sign up and signed up for the twenty dollar race, check it out now um tommy what what else do you have for me? Do you have one last thing you want to discuss I know it's you haven't been on the podcast in quite some time,
2: yeah, I just think you know run hard, take chances <laughs> blow up early no. Uh, yeah I just really appreciate the the opportunity to come on and just again the support you're giving us and the community needs it now more than ever and really if if anybody you know we would love to have you join us for the block party, but most importantly we would you know if if you need support we would love to to extend a hand to help help in the whatever you're going through so
0: i mean that's that's unbelievable and Now's the time. Support your favorite races. Support your favorite community causes because they need you now more than ever. So, Tommy, thanks again for joining me. And, again, now, now being the official podcast of the block party, I feel like I should be, like, the DJ or something.
2: Um, <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Come on, Zoom with us.
0: <laughs> Not wearing pants, but... Yeah. <laughs> hour. Um. Where where can people follow you on social media? Where can they reach out to Bigger Than the Trail if they need that support right now?
2: Yeah. Um, bigger Than the Trail. We're at Bigger Than the Trail on Instagram and at Facebook. Um, on our website, it's btt.run. Uh, you can go to the support page and just email if you need support you can email tommy at bigger than the um yeah we're here we're here to help in whatever way we can
0: i appreciate it tommy as always thanks for joining us and uh yeah we'll, we'll touch base after the block party for a podcast episode sounds great thank you and that was episode 132 i hope you guys enjoyed it big thank you to tommy Byrne for taking so much of his time What a great cause! Check out Ultra. Sign up for twenty bucks. You also can participate in this virtual race, and I'm going to give away about thirty entries. So stay tuned for that throughout the week on social media. Big thank you to Kilgala, Exoskin, Hammer Nutrition, Destination Trail, and you Patreon supporters are awesome. So thank you guys. Really hope you enjoyed the audio article. Email me training for Ultra at gmail.com. If you have a submission or you want to give feedback on that article, I'd love to hear it. So thank you guys. Don't forget to enjoy your training. Have a good week.